I have another podcast called the S. Anthony Thomas Show. And on that podcast, I do interviews and obviously I do comedy on that podcast as well. And I thought that uh, the podcast would be the new podcast, the other podcast, the sister podcast, this podcast would basically be the same audience listening to both podcasts. But as it turns out, that podcast has a completely different audience than this podcast. Uh, on the other podcast, what I did was I took a best of from this show and I placed it on the other podcast so that audience would know about this show. And this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some clips from the other podcast, the sister podcast of the show on this podcast so you guys can hear it. And hopefully you'll go subscribe to that podcast the way those people are coming over to subscribe to this podcast. Now, just so you know, don't worry about it. If you like this podcast and you do, you're going to like that podcast, too, because it's me. And I just wanted to give you a sample. It's very similar to what happens on this particular show. So if you like this, you're going to like that. So without further ado, I'm going to put some clips up here to this from the sister podcast of this podcast. I'm pretty sure you're going to love them. And if you do, first of all, if you're listening to this, subscribe to this podcast, the S. Anthony Says podcast. And after you hear these clips, subscribe to the other podcast, the S. Anthony Thomas Show. So are you ready? Cool. Let's do it, my friends. Check these things out and I'll see you next week. This is Friday night when I'm recording this. And, you know, as a comedian, I, I, I tend to drive around at nighttime. Usually I'm in a car, either going to a show or coming from a show on a, at nighttime. And I always had an affinity you know, for driving at night, you know, and you know, sometimes when there's a part of your life that is it, 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 it's exciting and fun, you kind of romanticize it a bit. And I remember there was always these Saturday nights, you know, when I was either right after a show or if there was no show, I would go and see a girl that I was dating. I lived in Philadelphia at the time and she lived in somewhere close to central New Jersey. So I would have to drive to her house to see. Her. And I would always think about how much fun it was to be in a car at night, you know, on the road. You know, no one's going to call you and you're driving to see your lady. And sometimes what happened is, you know, you listen to, to some radio shows and then after a certain time of night, the quiet storm radio shows, which, which show would come on, you know, and always have that romantic music and the guy with the, with the silky voice, you know, do, 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 it's time for the quiet storm. Do, 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 that's right. Do, 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 the time is right. Do 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 and now you're gonna go see your lady and hopefully spend all night. Da da do 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 do, oh yeah. Do 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 do, now you're driving to your lady's house and you're ready for love. And you hope she's ready for love too. Halfway there. Oh yeah. Then you remember that you did not get flowers this time. And you better get flowers because the last time you showed up without flowers, she was mad. And she was not ready for love because she said, damn it, how in the hell are you going to come up and see me? No flowers and you know I love flowers. Get out. 
So you basically drove an hour for nothing. Do, 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 do. You drove there to make love all night and all you did was start a fight. Do, do. You're not going to make this mistake again. Do, 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 do. None of the gas stations sell flowers. Damn. I got to get some flowers. Do, 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 do. And you see a guy standing by the side of the road. It's kind of suspicious because it's kind of late for this crap, but he's got flowers. Do, 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 do. And he's looking kind of nervous for some reason. What the hell's going on? Do, 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 do. You look at the sign and he's, he's kind of charging a lot for the flowers, but you have no choice. Do, 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 do. Then he takes off running with a police car behind him. Do, 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 do. But it's not, it's, it's your lucky at night because as he ran away, one of the packs of flowers hits the ground. You pick it up. Do, 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 do. I, I feel bad for him that he's running from the police officers, but that's his problem. And I just saved 10 bucks by picking up the flowers. Do, 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 do. So now instead of a fight, I'm back to loving all night. Do, 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 do. You now pull up in front of your lady's house. Oh, yeah. You do a quick breath check as you're about to go in for the kiss the second she opens the door. You knock on the door, but she doesn't. Answer right away. What the hell? Do, 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 do. No, 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 no. Don't get an attitude. Don't get an attitude. If you have an attitude, she's going to sense it. And there'll be no loving all night. So we ain't going to do that. Do, 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 do. She opens up the door looking slightly annoyed. Probably because you're late. Because you stopped off looking for flowers. But you're not going to tell her that. You're just going to say it's traffic. Do, 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 do. The last thing you want to do is tell her you forgot the flowers. Because that'll be just as bad as not having the flowers. She's wearing one of those negligees from Victoria's Secret. It's not the one you bought her, but it doesn't matter. Look at her. She's trying to shush you. I don't understand why. Who cares? You. You put your arms around your lady, give her a big hug, you hug her delicious body, you give her a kiss, your breath's fine, you checked it, remember? Do-do-do-do, she didn't even mention the flowers, doesn't matter. You ain't there for flowers, you're there for something else. Do-do-do-do, but she's not really returning the kiss and she's kind of looking over her shoulder. Do-do-do. The hell's going on? Then you hear a voice. Hey, who the hell that? Huh? She now looks nervous. You're looking at her, thinking, "What the hell is going on here?" And she yells back, "It's a delivery guy." And you look at her like, what? I know you don't have some dude back there. You plan a date for me and you got another guy here? What the hell is and you wearing this for him? She tells you to keep it down. The guy from the back goes, well, just get, just pay for the package. 
and then tell the guy to get the hell out of here. We're trying to have our mind our night. We want to do it again, right? Do, 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 do. You look at her like, again? Do, 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 She goes, I mean, we're supposed to be here till tomorrow. Do, do, do. What the hell difference does it make if I'm here today or tomorrow? You, what? So, so what was it? What am I, yours? What was this guy? Why is he here? What the hell are you cheating? Do, 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 do. You never said we were exclusive. Do, 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 do. And besides, this is really Friday. Do, do. Oh, yeah, it is Friday. That's why I didn't know about the other guy. Do, 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 do. What the hell with him? Do, 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 do. Who the hell is that? Do, 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 do. That sound like no delivery guy. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I'm a deliverer butt whooping to you, punk. Do, 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 do. She looks at you as if to say, you shouldn't have said that. Do, 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 do. And she points to the wall. Do, 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 do. And what you see on the wall is him. He came over to celebrate his karate championship because he's 74 and 2 in full contact karate championship kickboxing and, and butt whooping doo, 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 doo. and you realize i really wish i came on my regular day doo, 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 doo. and the guy comes out doo, 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 doo. and you're looking at him it's like does this guy ever not in the gym or punching somebody doo, doo. and he looks at you with the roses doo, 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 doo. and he realizes you know what? You're not a delivery guy. Doo, 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 doo. You can tell he's angry because, well, he just sidekicked the chair doo, 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 and broke it. Doo, doo, doo. The chair that was too heavy for you to move the last time you were over. Oh, crap. Doo, doo, doo. You take off out the door running. Doo, 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 doo. You got a hundred yard head start on him. But here's something you didn't realize. When people take karate, they're in really, really good shape, in which case they can actually run pretty fast. You know that because he caught you. Do, 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 do. He spins you around. Do, 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 do. He draws his fist back to kill you. Do, 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 do. As you turn around, the flower's still in your hand. Hit him in the face. Do, 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 do. Luckily for you, he's allergic and he stops in mid punch and starts violently coughing and lets go of your shirt and throat you then take off jump into your car and peel out as he yells if i ever see you again i'm gonna kill you don't do it bill and you're now back on the freeway really really greg glad that that guy who got probably got Chased by the cops and arrested, dropped those flowers because not only did he save you ten dollars for not having to pay for the flowers, those flowers probably just saved your life. Not only the ten dollars you saved from the flowers, but maybe the twenty-five thousand dollars in hospital bills and maybe even fifteen grand in, in funeral expenses that your family would have to pay to bury your butt because Kung Fu Boy kicked the crap out of you and murdered you. You know, when I come to think of it, maybe these uh, Quiet Storm shows are. Uh, Maybe they're not such fond memories after all, huh? <laughs> all right, guys. I just wanted to do a little pre-short episode as we prepare for the launch of the S. Anthony Thomas show. Just want to say thank you for listening. If you love what you heard, subscribe. Tell a friend. I'm going to keep doing these until launch day. Thank you very, very much. There's a bunch of you that already have been here listening to uh, this new 
uh, podcast and listening to the little short episodes I've been putting up. I thank you very much for that. I really, really appreciate that. And uh, we're going to have fun. Thank you very much. And I will see you again soon because I'm going to keep doing these until it's launch day. Much love to you. Thank you. Hey, everybody, how you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas, and this is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. You know what I want to talk to you about this time? Have you ever had a house guest that you just couldn't get rid of no matter how hard you tried? Huh, exactly. It's not the best thing in the world. Well, what about that house guest wasn't a human being? Exactly. That's what we're going to talk about this week. Are you ready? Cool. Let's do it. Okay, everybody, as promised, this is uh, I want to talk about house guests that you can't get rid of. It happens to everybody. You've all been there before. You have a party at your house, you know, and then it gets a little bit late and you're kind of hoping everybody would get the heck out of there because, you know, you have to clean up. Or even if you don't have to clean up, you just want to go on with your regular life. You want to watch television. You want to hang out with your family or you just want to be alone. And most people get it. Most people will hang out for a little while and they'll go about their business. Most people. But there's always a time when there's someone who just hangs around a little bit too long and you want them to get the heck out. You want them to get out, but they won't get out. You know, you start throwing hints. You know what I mean? You start cleaning up the living room. You start sweeping. You start doing dishes. You walk out of the room to do something. You stay out of the room for a long period of time. And most people will pick up on that. But what I'm talking about right now is people that you can't get out. I've actually had to say to friends before when they stayed way too long. Like, all right, man, I got to go to bed. I got to get out of here. Oh, okay, let's leave. Okay, oh, sorry about that, man. Uh, no problem. But what I wanted to talk about right now, my friends, is the house guest you can't get out. And in this particular instance, I'm not even talking about a human being. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a fly. Now, we've all been there before. You've had a fly buzzing around your ears. You've had a fly that just kind of annoyed you. You're typing at your desk trying to get some work done. You're trying to eat a sandwich or a bowl of soup and that fly keeps buzzing around your ears. It won't leave you alone. You go into the next room. It's in there too. And you're going, why is this fly bothering me? Now, I knew this was not a normal fly to begin with, right? I opened up the door and I saw the fly come in. I wasn't really paying much attention to it. You know, flies, are they exist. No big deal. But you may think I'm crazy, but I could, I'm telling you, I could almost hear that fly go, ha, 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 that's him. Got him. And I went, wait, I didn't even know flies could talk. Apparently, this one could. And sometimes you try to stop the fly from bothering you. You know, you, I had a hoodie when I was sitting in the house. I pulled the hoodie up, and it stopped the fly from actually landing on my ear and buzzing in my ear, but I could still hear it. If the fly buzzing right in my ear and bouncing off of my ear was a 100 on the annoyance level, putting, pulling up the hoodie and covering my ears only backed it back down to a 95.6. Still pretty daggone unbearable. I couldn't catch the fly. 
See, when I was a little kid, you know, when you're a kid, sometimes you make up games and those games seem stupid to an adult or to an older kid. But sometimes you make up games of your own. I remember being in a house. You know, I was the only one home. I was old enough to be home by myself at that particular time, right at the beginning of being old enough to be home by myself. And there were these two flies flying around the house. And I made up a concoction of soap and water and I made sure it was really sticky. And I had these two bottles on both sides of my hand. On both sides. I mean, I was walking around the house trying to shoot the fly with the sticky water, right? It was almost like it was a western in the house, you know? It was almost like I was Clint Eastwood in my mom's house. <laughs> Listen, punks. You flies don't belong in here. And I'm the guy that's going to get rid of you. Now get out, punks. And I imagine myself reaching down to my side, grabbing the spray bottle, spraying one of the flies, catching them in midair with my incredible shot, the fly hitting the ground and dying a horrible death. And then maybe the other fly leaves knowing he doesn't want any smoke with me, baby. Or better yet, I take my other hand with my incredible speed, shoot that fly with the soapy water, catch him too, bam, on the ground, dead. Well, this, that's how I imagined it. But of course, flies react infinitely faster than human beings. So basically, I just kind of had the entire living room and dining room covered in soapy water, which went over really well. <laughs> not only did I not get the flies, I also did not have my my video game for the next two days. <laughs> that was not worth it. Moving back to more current times. So the fly is buzzing around my ear and I can't get rid of the fly. And obviously I'm not going to be like I was a little kid walking around the house with two bottles of soapy water shooting at flies and cursing because I tend to leave my big window open. And quite frankly, people would think less of me going, is that a grown man running around with his shirt off doing a Clint Eastwood impression, carrying two bottles of soapy water shooting in air randomly? I think we need to call someone to take care of this guy. <laughs> I did not want that to happen. So I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of these flies. I open up the window, they won't go out. I open up the door, not only did that one not go out, five more came in. All of them going, you're right, this guy is stupid. And they all started attacking my ears. Oh, that's that was horrible. So I go upstairs to go to the bathroom, and I'm using the facilities. I'm not going to say what I was doing, but it does not require standing, if you understand what I'm saying. And I close the door. And there's no flies in the bathroom, yay. I'm all alone. No flies. It's great. I'm going to at least have a few minutes apiece. And I see the doorknob start to rattle. Oh, what is this? As it turns out, my friends, it was the flies. They had collectively gotten together and figured out how to open up the bathroom. The bathroom door swings open. There's six flies right there, all of them pointing at me and laughing, and one of them holding the key to the door. I didn't know flies could do that. These flies are not regular flies, I'm telling you. And then they close the door behind me in an ominous way. And I don't think I like the way this is going. And they're all looking at me going, <laughs> where you going to go now, punk? And I'm going, oh, where's my soapy water? Why didn't I make any soapy water, dagnabbit? And I'm trying to finish what I'm doing in the bathroom. And they're buzzing around my ears, laughing, calling me names and saying things that are inappropriate because that's just not nice. And I look up and I'm thinking, what am I going to do when I see in the corner of the bathroom ceiling, there's a spider there and he's in his web and he's looking at me 
and one of the flies gets a little sloppy and lands in the web. And the spider goes, why don't you try that crap with me, punk? And he moves toward the fly. There's still fly, five flies torturing me, but there's one missing. One fly notices that the fly's up in the spider web, goes up to try to help him. Bam, caught in the web too. It was great. And I see the spider actually pull out a knife and fork and pull on, put on a bib. And I'm going, dang, not only can spiders pull on bibs and have knives and forks, I got flies that can talk and know how to open up bathroom doors with keys. This is weird. And I'm awake. I thought it was an evil dream, but it's not. I was awake. At least I think so. <laughs> Moving on. So now there's four flies torturing me and two flies up there getting eaten by the spider. And I'm loving every second of it. I get out of the bathroom, of course, cleaning my hands and myself. I walk out and I start realizing that spider comes in handy. That spider's doing a good service. That spider's helping me out. And these four flies are too dumb to realize that the spider just ate their two friends. So I go back into the bathroom. Those flies follow me again. I start walking around the bathroom. The flies are buzzing around my head. Two more flies go into the spider, into the spider web. The spider goes, ha, ah, man, I, I've got dinner for tomorrow, too. And then he grabs those two spiders and puts them in the refrigerator. He's getting a little too comfortable up there in the corner. How the heck did he get a refrigerator in there? He's a tiny spider, but that's beside the point. I'm now down to two flies. Oh, yeah. One time, I actually swung my hand wildly and hit one of the flies, knocked him into the sink. He's trying to flip himself back over. Doesn't get a chance to because, well, I turned on the hot water. <gasps> Down, gone, done. Great. One fly left. And that last fly looks at me and looks at the spider, then looks at me and looks back at the spider and goes, ha ha, I'm out of here, and flies out of the window. Fantastic. And I realized I was having a problem with flies anyway, Right. But I don't have to have a problem with the flies. I got this spider right here. I know the flies are going to follow me into the bathroom because flies are evil. And every time a fly comes into the house, I would just walk into the bathroom knowing exactly what was going to happen. I'd spin around real quickly, close the door behind me. And then I'd hear, oh, no, as the spider grabbed the fly. And it was great. Fantastic. I let that spider live because that spider was performing a service. And that's what's important. Having Animals and insects live together in harmony. It was fantastic. And I let that spider live there. I didn't want a spider in my house. Normally if I see a spider, I kill a spider, but I let the spider stay. It's happened before with other people. I have a friend of mine. He didn't even really like cats that much. But one day he was taking some groceries into his house and a cat walked into his house. And he saw the cat, but he was in a hurry and he had to get to work. He didn't even really have time to go shopping. I don't know why he went to shopping like that, but I guess he figured I might as well get it done now. I got to go to work and it's going to be a busy week. I might as well get some shopping done. So he gets the shopping done and he doesn't have time to get the cat out of his house. So he's at work on Dag. I got a cat in my house. This is horrible. And he comes back to the house. He doesn't even see the cat after work. And he's thinking, how'd the cat get out? Everything's closed up. The cat did not get out. The cat was just sitting on the chair. And he was tired after work. He didn't feel like chasing a cat around. He goes, I'll get rid of the cat tomorrow. Eh, but the cat hasn't had anything to eat. So he gets a bowl. He puts it on the floor. He puts some water in a bowl. He puts some milk on the floor. He puts some, he grabs some food from his refrigerator that are leftovers, dumps it down on the floor. He feeds the cat. And now the cat ain't even thinking about leaving because, well, he's got a warm place to stay. He's got a human being that stopped chasing him. He's got water. He's got milk. He's got food. He's not going anywhere. And after a while, he got tired of thinking about ways to get rid of the cat because the cat wasn't going to leave on his own. And he just started to very slowly 
bring in things for the cat. He didn't want a cat, but now the cat has a cat bowl. Now the cat has a, you know, a place to poop. Now the cat sees bringing food back. He actually stopped back and got a scratching post for the cat. And all of a sudden now he has a cat. He didn't want that cat, but now he has a cat. And he doesn't want the cat to go. And that's how I felt about the spider. I didn't want the spider. The spider got in, but the spider performed the service. I got used to the spider. I didn't want the spider to go. The spider stopped all the flies. I think the word got out. I think the last fly that the spider ate actually got to make one last phone call before the spider chewed him up and laid him up. And all the other flies decided to stay away. Or so I thought. One of the windows in the bathroom at the top, kind of a skylight that doesn't really let water in, but apparently bugs can get in there. The spider was grubbing and grubbing and grubbing. I go away for a couple of weeks. I come back to the house and I walk inside the house, not even remembering the spider, not even thinking about it. I had to do a lot of cool things. I go upstairs to go to the bathroom because it was a long trip and the bathroom doors closed, but it was open when I left, but now it's closed. Wait a second. What's going on here? Then I remember that sometimes when I leave for extended periods of time, my friends would come to the house and walk through just so people would see someone coming in and out of the house and then make sure everything was okay. So I figured one of my friends came in, went to the bathroom, left the door closed. Not a big deal. I opened the door, or at least I'm trying to open the door, and it seems to be a little locked. I get my key. I open the door. I begin to open it, and I hear, I'm in here, man. And I go, okay, sorry about that. Whoa, when I close the door, thinking it's a friend of mine. But wait! I didn't recognize the voice. Whoa. It can't be a criminal. I mean, a criminal wouldn't take time to go to the bathroom in the house, would he? Hmm? So I pick up a baseball bat. I pull the door back open and I notice that it's not a criminal in the house. It's not a friend of mine in the house. The spider is sitting on the toilet reading the newspaper. It had been eating a lot of bugs. And let's just say it's a lot bigger now. I'm 5'8". I'm telling you this bug was about 6'2". Man, that spider got big. And I look at the spider and I go, I don't even recognize you. He goes, oh man, I'm a little bigger now. <laughs> and he puts his cell phone down. Hold on for a minute. I'm talking to the human that owns the house. <laughs> and he hands me an envelope with some back rent in it. I'm like, back rent? I can't take this money because you're not a tenant. He goes, hey man, I figured I'd stay. And I go, nah, nah, nah. I'm kind of, I'm not as scared of spiders, but you, you know, this is a little bit too much, bro. You're going to, you know, no problem. I'm going to have to ask you to go because I, I, you're, you're bigger than me. You're actually going to take up more space. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into that. And I might want to bring some girls home or something like that. And if a lady sees a six foot two spider sitting on the toilet, let's just say I'm not going to get any action. And the spider goes, you know what? You're right. He flushes the toilet and he begins walking out. It's great. And I go about my day and I leave and go about and I come back. And the next day, the spider's right there. And I'm going, spider, I thought you were going to go. And the spider goes, ha, ha, ha. My new apartment's not going to be ready for a couple of days. I hope you don't mind if I stay here. And I go, oh, that's okay. And then I noticed the spider's with a woman. And it's a woman that I told the spider that I liked. And I'm going, wait, wait, you knew I liked her. Why'd you do that, spider? And the spider goes, you move, you lose, punk. You should have stepped up and talked to her. Now she's with me. And I looked at the lady who I thought liked me. And I thought she knew I liked her. And she goes, you know what? You're a nice person. But I mean, I mean, I mean not to be rude or anything, but call me when you have six more legs, okay? <laughs> I like my guys with eight legs. And they both laugh at me. <laughs> It was kind of an embarrassing moment. 
especially when they went up to the bedroom and turned on some music loud. And I went, oh, no, you don't. And I went upstairs and I said, I'm sorry, miss. No offense. No offense to you. You're going to have to get dressed and get out. And she left. And she said, hey there. And I said, yeah, I'm a bit of a hater. You're not going to. That's just rude. And she left in a huff. And I looked at the spider. He goes, yeah, it was a little too far, wasn't it? And I said, yes, it is. I said, dude, you got to leave now. God, you got enough money for a hotel. I saw your car out front. As much money as you're making, you make more money than me, damn it. Get out. And he said, you're right. I just got kind of comfortable here with the free fly food. And I said, I know, get out. And then the spider walked downstairs and walked out the door. And he looked back at me and he said, hey, man, no hard feelings. And I go, of course, no hard feelings. <laughs> and then I got one of my shoes and squashed them. Because there was hard feelings. <laughs> I know that was the wrong thing to do, but it is what it is. But all I'm saying, folks, is sometimes people will st- overstay their welcome. If you have friends that come over to your house and they stay too long, get them out. And if you have a spider that goes from really tiny to six two and starts getting on with a lady that you hadn't were building up the courage to talk to, throw them out or squash them with your shoe. Actually, it took a while of squashing with my shoe because, like I said, he was six too. It took like a half an hour, and he's like, "Can I go now?" I'm, like, I'm not done squashing you. <laughs> okay, maybe none of that happened. Maybe I just been awake too long. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> All right, folks. This has been the S. Anthony Thomas Show. I'll see you next time. Take care. Okay, everybody, as promised, this is uh, I want to talk about house guests that you can't get rid of. It happens to everybody. You've all been there before. You have a party at your house, you know, and then it gets a little bit late and you're kind of hoping everybody would get the heck out of there because you know you have to clean up. Even if you don't have to clean up, you just want to go on with your regular life. You want to watch television. You want to hang out with your family or you just want to be alone. And most people get it. Most people will hang out for a little while and they'll go about their business. Most people. But there's always a time when there's someone who just hangs around a little bit too long and you want them to get the heck out. You want them to get out, but they won't get out. You know, you start throwing hints. You know what I mean? You start cleaning up the living room. You start sweeping. You start doing dishes. You walk out of the room to do something. You stay out of the room for a long period of time. And most people will pick up on that. But what I'm talking about right now is people that you can't get out. I've actually had to say to friends before when they stayed way too long. Like, all right, man, I got to go to bed. I got to get out of here. Oh, okay, let's leave. Okay, oh, sorry about that, man. Uh, no problem. But what I wanted to talk about right now, my friends, is the house guest you can't get out. And in this particular instance, I'm not even talking about a human being. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a fly. Now, we've all been there before. You've had a fly buzzing around your ears you've had a fly that just kind of annoyed you you're typing at your desk trying to get some work done you're trying to eat a sandwich or a bowl of soup and that fly keeps buzzing around your ears it won't leave you alone you go into the next room it's in there too and you're going why is this fly bothering me now i knew this was not a normal fly to begin with right i opened up the door and i saw the fly come in I wasn't really paying much attention to it. You know, flies, are they exist. No big deal. But you may think I'm crazy, but I could, I'm could i telling you, I could almost hear that fly go, ha, 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 that's him. Got him. And I went, wait, I didn't even know flies could talk. Apparently, this one could. 
And sometimes you try to stop the fly from bothering you. You know, you, I had a hoodie when I was sitting out. I pulled the hoodie up and it stopped the fly from actually landing on my ear and buzzing in my ear, but I could still hear it. If the fly buzzing right in my ear and bouncing off of my ear was a 100 on the annoyance level, putting, pulling up the hoodie and covering my ears only backed it back down to a 95.6. Still pretty daggone unbearable. I couldn't catch the fly. See, when I was a little kid, you know, when you're a kid, sometimes you make up games and those games seem stupid to an adult or to an older kid. But sometimes you make up games of your own. I remember being in a house. You know, I was the only one home. I was old enough to be home by myself at that particular time, right at the beginning of being old enough to be home by myself. And there were these two flies flying around the house. And I made up a concoction of soap and water. And I made sure it was really sticky. I had these two bottles on both sides of my hand. On both sides of me. And I was walking around the house trying to shoot the fly with the sticky water, right? It was almost like it was a western in the house, you know? It was almost like I was Clint Eastwood in my mom's house. <laughs> Listen, punks. You flies don't belong in here. And I'm the guy that's going to get rid of you. Now get out, punks. And I imagine myself reaching down to my side, grabbing the spray bottle, spraying one of the flies, catching them in midair with my incredible shot, the fly hitting the ground and dying a horrible death. And then maybe the other fly leaves knowing he doesn't want any smoke with me, baby. Or better yet, I take my other hand with my incredible speed, shoot that fly with the soapy water, catch him too, bam, on the ground, dead. Well, this, that's how I imagined it. But of course, flies react infinitely faster than human beings. So basically, I just kind of had the entire living room and dining room covered in soapy water, which went over really well. <laughs> not only did I not get the flies, I also did not have my my video game for the next two days. <laughs> that was not worth it. Moving back to more current times. So the fly is buzzing around my ear and I can't get rid of the fly. And obviously I'm not going to be like I was a little kid walking around the house with two bottles of soapy water shooting at flies and cursing because I tend to leave my big window open. And quite frankly, people would think less of me going, is that a grown man running around with his shirt off doing a Clint Eastwood impression, carrying two bottles of soapy water shooting in air randomly? I think we need to call someone to take care of this guy. <laughs> I did not want that to happen. So I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of these flies. I open up the window, they won't go out. I open up the door, not only did that one not go out, five more came in. All of them going, you're right, this guy is stupid. And they all started attacking my ears. Oh, that's that was horrible. So I go upstairs to go to the bathroom, and I'm using the facilities. I'm not going to say what I was doing, but it does not require standing, if you understand what I'm saying. And I close the door. And there's no flies in the bathroom, yay. I'm all alone. No flies. It's great. I'm going to at least have a few minutes of peace. And I see the doorknob start to rattle. Oh, what is this? As it turns out, my friends, it was the flies. They had collectively gotten together and figured out how to open up the bathroom. The bathroom door swings open. There's six flies right there, all of them pointing at me and laughing, and one of them holding the key to the door. I didn't know flies could do that. These flies are not regular flies, I'm telling you. And then they close the door behind me in an ominous way. And I don't think I like the way this is going. And they're all looking at me going, <laughs> where you going to go now, punk? And I'm going, oh, where's my soapy water? Why didn't I make any soapy water, dag nabbit? 
And I'm trying to finish what I'm doing in the bathroom. And they're buzzing around my ears, laughing, calling me names and saying things that are inappropriate because that's just not nice. And I look up and I'm thinking, what am I going to do when I see in the corner of the bathroom ceiling, there's a spider there. And he's in his web. And he's looking at me. And one of the flies gets a little sloppy and lands in the web. <laughs> and the spider goes, <laughs> why don't you try that crap with me, punk? And he moves toward the fly. There's still fly, five flies torturing me, but there's one missing. One fly notices that the fly's up in the spider web, goes up to try to help him. Bam, caught in the web too. It was great. And I see the spider actually pull out a knife and fork and pull on, put on a bib. And I'm going, dang, not only can spiders pull on bibs and have knives and forks. I got flies that can talk and know how to open up bathroom doors with keys. This is weird. And I'm awake. I thought it was an evil dream, but it's not. I was awake. At least I think so. <laughs> Moving on. So now there's four flies torturing me and two flies up there getting eaten by the spider. And I'm loving every second of it. I get out of the bathroom, of course, cleaning my hands and myself. I walk out. And I start realizing that spider comes in handy. That spider's doing a good service. That spider's helping me out. And these four flies are too dumb to realize that the spider just ate their two friends. So I go back into the bathroom. Those flies follow me again. I start walking around the bathroom. The flies are buzzing around my head. Two more flies go into the spider, into the spider web. The spider goes, ha ah, man, I, I've got dinner for tomorrow too. And then he grabs those two spiders and puts them in the refrigerator. He's getting a little too comfortable up there in the corner. How the heck did he get a refrigerator in there? He's a tiny spider, but that's beside the point. I'm now down to two flies. Oh yeah. One time I actually swung my hand wildly and hit one of the flies, knocked him into the sink. He's trying to flip himself back over. Doesn't get a chance to because, well, I turned on a hot water. <gasps> Down, gone, done. Great. One fly left. And that last fly looks at me and looks at the spider, then looks at me and looks back at the spider and goes, ha ha, I'm out of here and flies out of the window. Fantastic. And I realized I was having a problem with flies anyway, Right. But I don't have to have a problem with the flies. I got this spider right here. I know the flies are going to follow me into the bathroom because flies are evil. And every time a fly comes into the house, I would just walk into the bathroom knowing exactly what was going to happen. I'd spin around real quickly, close the door behind me. And then I'd hear, oh, no, as the spider grabbed the fly. And it was great. Fantastic. I let that spider live because that spider was performing a service. And that's what's important. Having Animals and insects live together in harmony. It was fantastic. And I let that spider live there. I didn't want a spider in my house. Normally if I see a spider, I kill a spider, but I let the spider stay. It's happened before with other people. I have a friend of mine. He didn't even really like cats that much. But one day he was taking some groceries into his house and a cat walked into his house. And he saw the cat, but he was in a hurry and he had to get to work. He didn't even really have time to go shopping. I don't know why he went to shopping like that, but I guess he figured I might as well get it done now. I got to go to work and it's going to be a busy week. I might as well get some shopping done. So he gets the shopping done and he doesn't have time to get the cat out of his house. So he's at work on Dag. I got a cat in my house. This is horrible. And he comes back to the house. He doesn't even see the cat after work. And he's thinking, how'd the cat get out? Everything's closed up. The cat did not get out. The cat was... Just sitting on the chair. And he was tired after work. He didn't feel like chasing a cat around. He goes, I'll get rid of the cat tomorrow. 
Eh, but the cat hasn't had anything to eat. So he gets a bowl, he puts it on the floor, he puts some water in the bowl, he puts some milk on the floor, he puts some, he grabs some food from his refrigerator that are leftovers, dumps it down on the floor, he feeds the cat. And now the cat ain't even thinking about leaving because, well, he's got a warm place to stay, he's got a human being that stopped chasing him, he's got water, he's got milk, he's got food, he's not going anywhere. Then after a while he got tired of thinking about ways to get rid of the cat because the cat wasn't going to leave on his own. And he just started to very slowly bring in things for the cat. He didn't want a cat, but now the cat has a cat bowl. Now the cat has a, you know, a place to poop. Now the cat, he's bringing food back. He actually stopped back and got a scratching post for the cat. And all of a sudden now he has a cat. He didn't want that cat, but now he has a cat. And he doesn't want the cat to go. And that's how I felt about the spider. I didn't want the spider. The spider got in, but the spider performed the service. I got used to the spider. I didn't want the spider to go. The spider stopped all the flies. I think the word got out. I think the last fly that the spider ate actually got the make one last phone call before the spider chewed him up and laid him up and all the other flies decided to stay away or so I thought one of the windows in the bathroom at the top kind of a skylight that doesn't really let water in but apparently bugs can get in there the spider was grubbing and grubbing and grubbing I go away for a couple of weeks I come back to the house and I walk inside the house, not even remembering the spider, not even thinking about it. I had to do a lot of cool things. I go upstairs to go to the bathroom because it was a long trip. And the bathroom door is closed, but it was open when I left. But now it's closed. Wait a second. What's going on here? Then I remember that sometimes when I leave for extended periods of time, my friends would come to the house and walk through just so people would see someone coming in and out of the house and to make sure everything was okay. So I figured one of my friends came in, went to the bathroom, left the door closed. Not a big deal. I opened the door, or at least I'm trying to open the door, and it seems to be a little locked. I get my key. I open the door. I begin to open it, and I hear, I'm in here, man. And I go, okay, sorry about that. Whoa, when I close the door, thinking it's a friend of mine. But wait! I didn't recognize the voice. Whoa. It can't be a criminal. I mean, a criminal wouldn't take time to go to the bathroom in the house, would he? Hmm? So I pick up a baseball bat. I pull the door back open and I notice that it's not a criminal in the house. It's not a friend of mine in the house. The spider is sitting on the toilet reading the newspaper. It had been eating a lot of bugs. And let's just say it's a lot bigger now. I'm 5'8". I'm telling you this bug was about 6'2". Man, that spider got big. And I look at the spider and I go, I don't even recognize it. He goes, oh man, I'm a little bigger now. <laughs> and he puts his cell phone down. Hold on for a minute. I'm talking to the human that owns the house. <laughs> and he hands me an envelope with some back rent in it. I'm like, back rent? I can't take this money because you're not a tenant. He goes, hey man, I figured I'd stay. And I go, no, no, no. I'm kind of, I'm not as scared of spiders, but you, you know, this is a little bit too much, bro. You're going to, you know, no problem. I'm going to have to ask you to go because I, I, you're, you're bigger than me. You're actually going to take up more space. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into that. And I might want to bring some girls home or something like that. And if a lady sees a six foot two spider sitting on the toilet, let's just say I'm not going to get any action. And the spider goes, you know what? You're right. He flushes the toilet and he begins walking out. It's great. And I go about my day and I leave and go about and I come back. And the next day, the spider's right there. And I'm going, spider, I thought you were going to go. And the spider goes, ha, ha, ha. I, my new apartment's not going to be ready for a couple of days. I hope you don't mind if I stay here. And I go, oh, that's okay. And then I noticed the spider's with a woman. And it's a woman I told the spider that I liked. And I'm going, wait, wait, you knew I liked her. Why'd you do that, spider? And the spider goes, you move, you lose, punk. You should have stepped up and talked to her. Now she's with me. 
and I looked at the lady who I thought liked me and I thought she knew I liked her and she goes, you know what, you're a nice person, but I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, not to be rude or anything, but call me when you have six more legs, okay? <laughs> I like my guys with eight legs and they both laugh at me. <laughs> it was kind of an embarrassing moment. Especially when they went up to the bedroom and turned on some music loud. And I went, oh, no, you don't. And I went upstairs and I said, I'm sorry, miss. No offense. No offense to you. You're going to have to get dressed and get out. And she left. And she said, hater. And I said, yeah, I'm a bit of a hater. You're not going to. That's just rude. And she left in a huff. And I looked at the spider. And he goes, yeah, it was a little too far, wasn't it? And I said, yes, it is. I said, dude, you got to leave now. God, you got enough money for a hotel. I saw your car out front. As much money as you're making, you make more money than me. Damn it. Get out. And he said, you're right. I just got kind of comfortable here with the free fly food. And I said, I know, get out. And then the spider walked downstairs and walked out the door. And he looked back at me and he said, hey, man, no hard feelings. And I go, of course, no hard feelings. <laughs> and then I got one of my shoes and, squ and squashed them because there was hard feelings. <laughs> I know that was the wrong thing to do, but it is what it is. But all I'm saying, folks, is sometimes people will st overstay their welcome. If you have friends that come over to your house and they stay too long, get them out. And if you have a spider that goes from really tiny to 6'2 and starts getting it on with a lady that you hadn't were building up the courage to talk to, throw them out or squash him with your shoe. Actually, it took a while to squash him with my shoe because, like I said, he was 6'2. It took like a half an hour. And he's like, C can I go now? I'm not done squashing you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe none of that happened. Maybe I've just been awake too long. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> All right, folks. This has been the Yes Anthony Thomas Show. I'll see you next time. Take care. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app. Free for iOS and Android. Hello, everybody. This is S. Anthony Thomas. And this is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. You know, I turned 50 today and something weird happened. I was walking down the street and I saw a bunch of cats and I almost took one of them home. Not from a shelter, but just one of those street cats. Am I becoming a cat man? I'm wondering about it. Because I know the gateway drug to 50 cats in your house is to have that first cat in the house. On this episode, 50-year-old me tries to talk 50-year-old me out of becoming a cat man. Oh, no. Give the show a listen and see what happens. All right, everybody, let's do this thing. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. You saw the title of the episode. Uh, before we even get into that, I just want to say for to, to everybody, uh, today is my birthday. I turned 50 years old today. So I want to say thank you to everybody on you know, Facebook and all those other places that wish me a happy birthday. And uh, thanks to my friends and family who gave me a wonderful calls to say happy birthday to me. So I really, really appreciate that. It's a, uh, it's a weird thing turning 50. I did not, it's for, you know, when you're younger than 50, maybe 20 years ago, I, I imagined what 50 was supposed to feel like. 
And I don't really feel that much different than I did when I was 30. Now, that could also mean that when I was 30, I was horrible. <laughs> but no, I was cool then and I'm fine now. I don't I don't feel like an old guy. I don't look like an old guy. 50 feels kind of good. If I'd have known 50 felt like this, I would have never even given up, would never worried about it. But then I started noticing things that weren't physical things or health things that happened right around when I turned 50 today. I was going to get something from the store and I'm parked the car and I'm walking to the store because I couldn't find a spot in the parking lot. And I saw these cats, these street cats, they were just kind of running around. And, you know, and, and I'm, I've always been a dog guy. You know, I've always, you know, I already said one of the, you know, when I, when I move, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a couple of beagles and it's going to be great. I've always, I've looked up beagle puppies, research be beagles, how to train beagles, what to do when you get beagles, all of that stuff. But for the first time in my life, I saw cats and thought, hmm, these are, these are street cats, you know? Somebody didn't want these cats and they're running around. Maybe I'll take one of these cats home. Yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. I mean, wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it make sense to take a cat home, right? No, I'm not going to do it. I go into the store to go shopping. I come home. I park in front of the house. I see what? More street cats. And I'm looking at the cat. And I'm going, you know, obviously nobody wants this cat. You know, this cat's running around. I saw this cat before. Nobody wants this cat. You know, all I got to do is open my door right now. And what do I have? Bang. Free cat. A free cat. I wouldn't mind a free cat. Yeah. And then I saw another cat. Oh, maybe I'll take both cats in. That'd be great. Wait a second. I'm a dog guy. What the heck? I'm not turning into a cat guy. What the heck? Because that's what people are. Dog people are cat people. And I'm a dog guy. But the funny thing about it is, like I just said, for me to get a dog, I, I wouldn't get a dog until I was in a relationship, until I had a, a long-term girlfriend or a wife and some some kids or whatever. That way there's always somebody around to take care of the dog because dogs need attention. Dogs always want you to hug them and pet them and love them and roll around with them and pet them. They always jump on the bed and want to jump on you and love you. And they lick your face and jump on you and roll around with you. They want to play with the kids. They pick. They play with the babies and all of that kind of stuff. That's great and it's wonderful and it's great to look at in video within practical purposes with somebody like me who does what I do podcasting comedy I don't have time for that crap right now but I'd have time for a cat why cuz cats don't like you they tolerate you right I've seen my relatives with cats there'd be times you're in the house all day long at a dinner party or a party or something like that and if you're at a dinner party or a party or something like that and there's a dog in the house you know there's a dog in the house because every time somebody comes in the dog runs up to greet them when you're in the house and the person has a cat that cat the only thing cat has not done so far is walk down the steps and go hey keep that music down i'm up here doing nothing and you guys are interrupting it that's what cats are like right and I'm telling you right now, people, your cat doesn't like you. When, when your cat is on top of you and you're sitting down and your cat's on top of you, your cat is doing the same thing you do when you go into the back of your house or your attic or, or your closet and you take inventory of the food that's in there. You're not going to eat that food anytime soon. That's your emergency stash in case some kind of storm comes. But you always go in and you check on it just in case. And I'm telling you right now, that's what your cat's doing when you're sitting there and the cat comes and sits you on your lap. The cat's just looking at you, right? The cat's going, listen, this person's cool. They always feed me. They got food for me and all of that crap. 
But if it ever comes down to it, and I have to, ah, it's just nice, nice to know that this five foot six lady, that's enough food for about three months. That'll give me plenty of time to figure out a way to get out of the house if she croaks. And then I can go back on the street and maybe some old guy who does a podcast will take me into his house. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they're thinking. Don't judge me. But I'm telling you right now, cats, I mean, I... Uh, Everybody has their cute cat videos, right? Oh, isn't it cute? My cat loves me so much. I'm working on the keyboard and I'm doing some work and my cat loves me so much that the cat is on the keyboard. The cat wants my attention. The cat doesn't want your attention, stupid. You know why your cat's on your keyboard? Because your keyboard's warm and the cat's cold, right? That's the only reason the cat's on you, other than the fact that it's checking to make sure that you're still there so it can eat you in the future. Yeah, you're 98.6 degrees, so it's just going to sit there and lay up on you till it's warm enough. And if you notice, cats will just abruptly jump off your lap like, I'm done with you, punk, and go about their business. Yeah, I said it. Sitting there the whole time wondering, shit, am I a cat guy? You know, and even though I'm saying all these things about cats and maybe against cats, I'm still thinking maybe I'm a cat guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just kidding. I still like dogs more. But getting a cat would be really easy. Really, really easy. I remember driving down my uncle's street and I saw a bunch of kittens running around. And what happened was a couple of stray cats, you know, got together and they went, hey, I found a trash can with some food in it. And I also found a significant other. Kittens. And I'm driving down the street and everybody's going, hey, let's all feed the kittens. And the kittens are outside and they throw little scraps of food to the kittens and they throw little scraps of food to the kittens. And you know why they didn't take the kittens into their house? Because they were dog people. And I'm looking at the kittens going, man. These people don't want these kittens running around. They're going to get run over. I could just pick up one of these kittens right now. Take two kittens right now. And the people will be going, great, take those kittens. And I could take the kittens home. But why would I take the kittens home? I take the kittens home. The kittens will grow up. And in the beginning, they'll be really, really nice to you. Yay, we love this guy. And then just like kids who think you're the greatest thing in the world for the first 11 years of their life the kids become teenagers and you're hey dad and then you're like hey dad and it, it, trust me I, I tell you right now if you go three days without feeding your teenager I'm telling you your son and the daughter they'll eat you I know you think I'm crazy right why do you think they're always up in their rooms all the time they're not up in their rooms because they're they need time alone or they're playing video games or playing music heck no they're up there right now going rock paper scissors to decide which one of them gets to bite you first yeah i said it cats and kids i'm a dog person when it comes to cats and i'm a not kid person when it comes to kids I think about kids and cats the same way. When I go to my relative's house and they have a cat, I love playing with the cat. I had one cat I used to call Crazy Cat. I'd go visit my cousin and his cat would come running down the steps and jump on top of me. And I'd rub, rub the cat and play with the cat. And then I realized, wait a second. Everybody else in this house is kind of skinny. And at the time, I was a really big fat guy. I'm still a fat guy now, but I'm a shrinking fat guy. But back then, I was a fat guy that wasn't shrinking. And I'm thinking, wait a second. This cat is completely ignoring these skinny guys and always running up to the fat guy wait a minute 
I'm looking at that cat, and that cat's looking at me, and that cat looks at my skinny relatives, and that cat's looking at my skinny relatives and going, that's eh, not much good eating. That's eh, not much good eating over there, but fat boy here, oh boy, not only do I got enough food for a long time, I got enough food for me, and if I go out and pick up a babe, I got enough food for me and that babe to eat for a few months off this guy. If he dies, maybe we might even speed up the death process, wait till he goes to sleep, bite him on the neck and eat him. That cat was a piece of crap. I used to think that cat loved me. That cat loved me all right. Uh, rotten cats. When the cat got old, he didn't want nothing to do with me because I wasn't living there. I wasn't feeding him. He used to run down the steps and jump on me. Like Now he comes down the steps, looks at me like, yeah, whatever, punk, and goes the wrong way. Same thing with my young relatives. They thought I was the greatest, the funniest, the greatest, the coolest. Now all of a sudden I show up and they're like, hey, buddy. Well, that's enough talking to you. I got to go like I want to talk to them. I don't. Look, folks, here's the thing. I like cats the way I like kids. You go someplace else where people have them. You play with the cat and then you walk the hell out. You go to your relative's house. They got the babies. You pick up the babies. Oh, the baby stinks. Here's the baby back. Okay, before their funky butt makes my shirt stink. Okay, get that kid away from me. But I, 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 was, I, weak, I was weakening for a moment there. I saw that cat. You know, and I thought about all the cat videos that were online, all the cat videos that people have. And I thought, man, I bet this cat's going to do some wacky stuff like the cats in the video. Yeah. But just like anything else, they only show you the two seconds where the cat's cute. They don't show you the part of the video where the cat sticks its paw out and tries to knock you down the steps. Because that actually happened to one of my relatives. He ticked off the cat. The cat just went, oh, he's walking towards the steps. He's not paying attention. Let me stick this paw out. And he goes falling down the steps. Now, what's he going to do? Call the police on a cat? Hello, 911. My cat tripped me. No, I'm not crazy. Don't hang up. You know what I'm saying. Oh. I'm starting to think maybe I don't like cats. I tolerate cats the way t cats tolerate us humans. I work well with the cats sometimes. I remember one time there was a cat outside and he was tearing up my trash cans and I got sick of that cat. And I got the trash can and I covered it up and I got a new big rubber trash can. And the cat's like, oh, you scumbag Cuban. I went, ha ha ha, deal with that punk. And then one day I walk outside and the trash can lid is all chewed up. And it wasn't the cat that did it. It was squirrels. Another animal that sucks. Right? One day I walk outside and I see the cat. And the cat doesn't see me because the cat's not looking at me. The cat's looking at the trash can. And I'm waiting for that damn cat to go to my trash can. Because I got my hose in my hand. And I'm about to give you a nice cat shower punk. But no. The cat was looking at a squirrel. Cat gets really low, crawls toward the squirrel, jumps up, grabs the squirrel, and drags the squirrel down. And I'm like, oh, that's that's wrong. You should leave that squirrel alone. That's wrong. And the cat wasn't even trying to kill the squirrel. The cat just had the squirrel like, gotcha, punk. And guess what's about to happen to you? The cat was literally trash-talking the squirrel that he had locked in his mouth. He got the paws on the squirrel, held the squirrel down, was looking at the squirrel like, yeah, guess what? I don't need any food from that trash can because I got you, buddy, and you were some good eating. And the squirrel looked up at me as if to say, sir... 
you with the hose in your hand, you're a much bigger animal than both of us, and thus you have our lives in your hand. You could easily kill both of us, but all I'm asking you to do right now is to spare my life, and then I will go about my business, and then everything will be great. I really don't want to die here next to your car. And the cat looked up like, look, pal, mind your business. You didn't see nothing. You see nothing. Understand? Because there's a whole lot of cats out here, buddy. And you don't want no smoke with us, punk. And I'm sitting there going, does this cat realize I could just like drop kick him across the street even before even. I mean, I see him with his cell phone and his paw about to call his boys. But you got to actually be able to complete the phone call for your boys to get here. And your boys are all cats. I mean, I mean, cats are dangerous insofar as I mean, not not dangerous, dangerous insofar as they could scratch you up. But I'm a, I'm a, a grown man with size 13 shoes. I mean. One kick from me and that pretty much is, is over with for you cats. I know you're good enough. You could jump up to where my face is and scratch me up. But I mean, I mean, literally, I could just like grab one of you with one of my hands. I could literally squeeze you to death in my hands or grab you by the back legs and bang you on something. I mean, I wouldn't do that because I don't abuse animals. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, this is kind of a stupid thing. I can't believe you're going to trash talk a human. I'm much, much bigger than both of you. I mean, I have your like the squirrel that you're slowly strangling. Stop choking that squirrel. I'm talking to you. The squirrel that you're choking. I mean, you know, you know what? I'm about. To, you know what? I, I don't. I, normally, I wouldn't give a crap about this. This is this is an animal on animal type thing. You know, like in the woods, like when you watch those animal shows and you see the wildebeest being chased down by the lion, and then that sick freak sits there with the camera. Knowing that the lion's coming doesn't even bother warning the wildebeest. The wildebeest is looking at the camera like, what's up? All right, yeah. Looking, trying to trying to model for the camera. And the whole time that sick scumbag behind the camera is going, <laughs> a lion's about to bite you. What a dope. And a lion eases up and you could easily have warned the wildebeest that the lion jumps up and eats the whole wildebeest. And you zoom in there while he, while he chokes the, the wildebeest to death and eats him up. What a sick weirdo. But then again, we're all so sick because we sat down and watched it. We're abetting this kind of abuse. Back to the cat and the squirrel. And the squirrel and the cat are there. And the cat's trying to go, I'm about to finish this punk off. Mind your business, human. And I walk down the steps, right? And I, I push the cat off the squirrel. The squirrel's still a little stunned. And the cat's like, I done told you to mind your business. And I said, listen, cat. And while I said, listen, the cat, the cat looked up at me. And then I slapped its cell phone out of his paw and stomped it. And no, I'm not paying for it because I don't even know where you would buy an iPhone for a cat. That's his problem. Besides, you ain't got a job. You're living in the streets. What the heck you doing with a cat iPhone? Right? There's plenty of phones you could get that you could afford. That's beside the point. Back to the cat and the squirrel. And the squirrel looks up at me and says, thank you, sir. And I said, no problem, squirrel. Go about your business. You know, and the squirrel's moving and the cat's trying to get to him. And I'm backing the cat off. Right? And the cat goes, hey. You and I go, yeah, what? I know this ain't about the phone because I told you I'm not buying you no daggone phone. You probably stole it. And he goes, why, why you got, why you got to think I stole the phone, huh? Just because I'm out in the street. You ever think that maybe I was a house cat that had money? And I went, yeah, that, that was wrong. I, I did jump to conclusion. Sorry, cat. And then the cat looks at the squirrel and says, hey, buddy, human? And I said, yes. He said, you know that hole, that big hole in the top of your plastic can? 
let me ask you a question. I said, yes. I said, don't let the squirrel leave. I said, don't go anywhere, squirrel. And the squirrel goes, you know, I really got to go. I got to do some stuff. And I'm like, nah, I stepped on his tail a little bit. Not enough to hurt him, but enough to keep him from moving. And the cat goes, yeah. And I stepped on the cat's tail. And the cat's like, really? And I went, nah, you neither one of you are going anywhere. But I didn't step on their tails enough to, to hurt them, just to let them know that if they tried to move, I would step down on their tails. It, give me a break. I need to find out what's going down here. Okay. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Stop judging me. And the cat looked up at me and said, you know, that squirrel right there is the one that chewed up the top of your trash can. And I said, really? And he goes, yes. And I go, well, how?" he goes, don't listen, human. Don't those look like rodent bites? Do you think that a, I would waste my time, mess my teeth up to cut through a trash can? All I got to do is stand and go buy a supermarket. I just didn't feel like going that far, you know? I mean, I got a phone. I could have called an Uber. I mean, I can't now because you stomped on my phone. I'm going to listen. Stop trying to guilt me. You ain't getting another phone. Bunk. So I grabbed them both by their tails and I walked over to the trash can and I looked at the, the trash can. And yes, the, the hole in the lid of the trash can was from rodent bites. And of the two, there was only one of them that was a rodent and it wasn't a cat. Study biology, people. And I grabbed them both and I held them up and I went, oh, my goodness. And I put the cat down and the cat goes, ha, 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 yeah. And I look at the squirrel and the squirrel goes, oh, you know, I was really hungry. I'm sorry. I'm going, yeah, whatever, punk. There's a whole lot of people out here that don't even have their trash in bags. You could have went in any one of them bags. F those people. But you had to mess up my can. That can cost me $35. And the cat goes, yeah, well, that phone cost me. I said, shut up. You should have got a cheaper phone. My, I'm talking to the squirrel, punk. And I said, listen, squirrel, why'd you do it? And the squirrel started telling me some bullcrap explanation. And I didn't want to hear that crap. I had heard that from other squirrels before. I don't know why they are. Well, I don't know what do they do. Share that same lie. Right. So I put the squirrel down and the cat jumped on him. And he said, please, man, it's not worth my life. And I said, you're right. And I moved the cat off the squirrel. And I got behind the squirrel and I held the squirrel's paws behind his back, legs behind his back. And I said, cat, work him over. And the cat started throwing hooks. Hooks left and right, hooks and left and right and left and right hooks into the squirrel's midsection, working him over like we're a couple of lone shark muscle men. And I'm going, yeah, get him good. Right. And the squirrel, I let the squirrel fall down on the ground and the squirrel go, oh, my ribs. And I'm, yeah, my trash can punk. And I said, you know what? I'm sick of this crap. Cat, get him. Right. And the cat goes, ha ha. Yeah. And the cat jumps on top of the squirrel. And just as he's about to finish the squirrel off, my neighbor's dog comes out. And the dog walks up and goes, hey, yes, what's going on? I said, handle my light work. And he goes, <laughs> no problem. I'm not going to say what happened next, but it rhymed with the dog chewed them both up good. They went, they both survived because the dog's a nice dog, but he does have a bit of a temper problem. So he both basically he just roughed them both up. And then the squirrel ran up into the tree going, man, I was here, come on. man!" And the cat goes, you guys are crazy and ran away. And me and the dog high fived. <laughs> And the dog said, hey, man, is that a cat iPhone over there? And I said, yes, it is. He goes, oh, man, can I have that? I said, yeah, sure. He goes, yeah, I, I run a I run a cat iPhone repair service. And I went, you do? He goes, yeah, I mean, I know cats are kind of my mortal enemy, but there's a lot of them. And they got I don't know why they're all dumb enough to buy these cat iPhones. But I mean, as much as I, I might as well just, you know, fix the daggone thing and make some money off of it. You know, normally, I mean, I feel guilty because normally I, I chew cats up and bite them. But, you know, it's a, I don't do that much now because they're such good customers. And I said, is that why you didn't chew that cat up? I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Then I high fived the dog and he went away and he goes, can I ask you a question? And I said, oh, yes. He goes, were you thinking about becoming a cat person? I said, yes, I was. And then he walked back up to me and looked mean and he went, and I went, hey, 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 hey. I said, I thought about it. 
but I, I, I went back to my normal me and I'm going to get a couple of beagles. And he went, okay, that's good. I was going to bite you on the leg. I wasn't going to kill you, but once again, I also fix up iPhones for humans. And I said, I'm Android. And he goes, I do Androids too. And then he gave me his business card and went home. <laughs> By the way, this is all a true story. <laughs> and <clears throat> don't judge me. But after that entire ordeal, and that all actually happened today, I didn't make that up just for your amusement to amuse you. That actually all happened. And yes, those animals did talk and it had nothing to do with my lack of sleep. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, as it turns out, I am back to being a dog guy. No more cats for me, except for when I visit a relative. And that's the truth. Once again, a dog man. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been this episode of the S. Anthony Thomas Show. I am 50 years old. You have said thank you. You have said happy birthday to me. And I thank every last one of you for, for saying that. Much love to you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening to the other podcast. Thank you for everything that you do. I look forward to talking to you again. Much love to you. And take care. here.